And yeah, at that moment, it's going to hurt. It's going to taste sour. Those moments are bad. But you know, I'm going to go through that because I know I'm be better in the long run. And when I get there, that's when you're going you're, you're, you're to taste the fruit. Welcome back to the Winners on the Way show, episode 20 with Atlanta Braves coach Bobby Magianis. Leaders are learners. This is part two of two. Bobby is a former professional baseball coach and player of over 32 years, developing tons of talent throughout professional baseball and pursuing his education. Meanwhile, finally receiving his master's degree in his 50s. You are not going to win a miss as Bobby and I continue to discuss distress versus you stressed, having a plan B versus no backup plan, lifelong learning, information and education, and then of course the growth mindset. I love this quote as Bobby talks about worrying takes a lot out of you. Worrying leads to injury. There are so many things in value that Bobby brings to this interview. You are going to love part two of two on the Winners on the Way show episode 20 with Atlanta Braves world champion coach Bobby Magianis. I think we have some we have some great examples out there in the market. And for all you parents, I want to just say right here, if you have a strong-willed child and they're giving you grief, you may have a Bobby Magianis or a Trent Clark or a, you know, head of Apple or uh, an MMA champion because there are examples of yeah. these strong-willed children. And you could call, I like it, stubborn. You know, the, the PC is he's just strong-willed. <laughs> right? he's, yeah. he's a little stubborn little, you know, little punk is what he is, right? No, no, no. He is strong-willed. And I tell yeah. you that. When you talk about the founders of this country, you talk about uh, your mm -hmm. entrepreneurs now who create new products, new way to do something better. They've been told no. They've been told it's yes. not going to work. And yet that strong will is like, I'm going to find a way to make it work. Right. Mm -hmm. And we're back. We're back to the incandescent light bulb. Well, I figured out, you know, whatever. 2,412 ways not to do it. You know, God, I'm yes. finding the one, yes. right? That it's, I'm going to find the one that I know how to do it. And I'm going to keep running the tests, right? And so there is a value in this. And I can tell you from having one of these kids, it is not easy, parents. <laughs> like, it is not easy. But, like, these kids are going to set the world ablaze. You may yes. just have yourself a Bobby Magianis on your hands. And when I talk about with these folks that I know, right, in my world who, who now run hundred, you know, plus million dollar companies. And I'm like, and they're like, well, I was arrested twice. And, you know, I was, I was like, holy crap, man, what were you doing? He's like, you know, I was just testing limits all the time. And I didn't know right from wrong yet. I was testing it. I was working in gray areas. I had to learn, man, integrity matters. And how do I direct this, this, this strong will to the right way? You've directed that strong willingness in your faith. Let's talk a little bit about that because, man, to me, that's another big superpower of yours because no matter whatever happened for you, Bobby, like good or bad, uh, man, you, you, were, you were right back there to your foundation and that would never waver. Yeah. Yeah. And, and again, it, it's, uh, I got a strong willed child to my, my daughter, she's the oldest. And, uh, I mean, I, I she's, she, she, she's going to be a rock star. She's going to be a superstar in life because she's got that. And it's been tough raising her, but, yeah. but I mean, <laughs> I, I look at myself and I go, she's, she's going to get it. She yeah. is because she, whatever, she's the type of person where 
she will find a way. She's like, no, she won't take no for an answer. She wants to use no, because when she puts her mind to it, she's going to go get it. Yeah. And, uh, and, but it's, again, it's successful people do that. Again, when we research, okay, what, what makes Steve Jobs what he is and, and yeah. what he did was, you know what? I want to change the world. That's what he said. That's his model. Yeah. That's Apple's model is like change the world. And he did it. Yeah. And he's, and, and I'm telling you, he was stubborn, very stubborn guy. But look right. where we're at right now without him. If it wasn't for that, we would, we wouldn't be doing this zoom call right now, you know? And, right, right. but technology. yeah, so it's, yeah, this technology, we're doing this podcast right now, but anyways, the point is, is, is that, yeah, I mean, those successful people have that stubbornness in them where like, they don't take no for an answer because they really believe in themselves and they believe in, 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 in that if they get the opportunity, they, they can be something. Yeah. So let's, 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 let's not relive the journey and the challenge of it all, but let's talk about, let's, let's just revisit it for a minute. When you're down, when you're out, was it was there any one thing like, hey, if you had to go through it again today, that you would have done differently, that you would have maybe uh, pivoted from a value or a mindset, or you know, you've done a lot of work in that post, you know, post all this, all mm -hmm. this career, and in the middle of it, like in your coaching, right. you've done all sorts of work on performance psychology and different things, and 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 performances always don't go the way we want, often. Our opponents have a lot to do with that, right? But right. our preparation, all these things. Looking back mm -hmm. on the injury, the challenge of it all, when you were down, would would you be thinking something differently and going through it in maybe a different way today with what you know now? I think if I had to do it all over again, I wouldn't have worried as much. I, I worried a lot. What the future? What if this happens? What if I don't do it? What if I don't get healthy? What am I going to do? I'm only 23 years old. I don't have nothing. I don't have education. What am I, how am I going to live? What am I going to do for a living? Cause I put all my hope in baseball. Mm. And if, if I can, if I can do it, if I can do it all over again, I wouldn't have worried as much. And, and I also would have, if I had to do it all over again, I would have had a plan B, which I didn't have one. Uh, Cause I, again, being stubborn, being a person like, you know what? Yeah, you know, we would tell me, you know what? Well, you got to get an education. I'm going to be a major league player. Yeah, but, but no, I'm going to do it. I don't yeah. care. No, I'm not going to take no for an answer. I don't need education. This is what I'm going to do. I, I put it all in that. And now looking back, again, I probably would have worried less mm -hmm. because worrying takes a lot out of you. And it's like, man, you know what? Things are going to work out. A lot of energy. Yeah, it sapped yep. it out of me. And and also it worrying, and you know this through, through being a, a – strength conditioning coach is that it leads to injuries as well. When yeah. you worry a lot, you know, a stress yeah. leads to injuries. And so, and I got injured a lot, so I wouldn't have stressed as much. And the people say, okay, don't stress. It's tough not to, it's just like, just what I feel. But now yeah. what I know now, I'd have been like, you know what? I wouldn't have worried as much. And I would have had a plan B, which yeah. at that time, again, people as myself with my personality type and everything, we're stubborn. Yeah. And it's like, no, I'm set on that. Yeah, but you got, and it's like, I'm set on that. Yeah. And, and uh, we overcome it. We do overcome it. Yeah. But man, we bang ourselves a lot. <laughs> we will bump up against walls. We'll, we'll break bones. We'll be in the hospital and all that. But you know what? We made it to the finish line with scars, but we made it. You know? Yeah. Well, I tell you, you know, you just enjoying this journey. I, I just, I, I so appreciate that. And, and just a quick look into the rear view mirror. And I got to tell you, I don't necessarily agree with you. 
Um, I do agree with you on the worry. <clears throat> There's a huge factor of distress versus eustress, right? And, and worry puts us into distress. And, and distress, uh, you know, I, I love Twain's quote, you know, I spent 90% of my life worrying about things that never happened. Right. And I'm like, oh, yeah. right? like, like it's a waste of our energy and you do not have, if you are looking to be elite, you do not have the time or the energy to spend over looking at things that are out of your control, being present and being focused on what you need to do is absolutely ultimately critical. And what he's describing was that, that worry takes away from that, even if it's two reps in your therapy, you know, every day it's, it's two reps on this exercise, two exercise. He's adding two weeks to his recovery with those two reps, right? Like every day he's adding two weeks until he gets back on the field. So is that distress that he's, that he's self-creating helping him? No way. No way. Now on plan B, I got to tell you, Bobby, you'll appreciate this, man. I, <laughs> I, look, I, I look back at my college career and go, I wish I would have studied less. I should have been in the cage more. I should have been, you know, training more. I should have been more focused because no one cared that I was on the president's list and a top student, you know, no one ever asked for my grades at the bank, you know, like, like mm. when I really come back to it, I think like, man, uh, I think part of a lot of folks with a plan B plan B is a catch net and there's no looking down and there's no looking back if you don't have a plan B, cause there's no catch net. So mm -hmm. you find a way to walk the high wire because yeah. the other option is death and it's too much to even consider. So I have seen a lot of folks without a plan B and I, listen, I'm on the fence, Bobby. I was a plan B guy. Okay. I was, and I'm on the fence which is the way to go. I really don't know yet. I'd love to hash that out. You might be on that panel one of these days because we need to hash that out, man, because there are both sides of that story. And I'm not sure the jury's out for yeah. me. Yeah. Well, uh, the, to me, plan B was being prepared. Yes. And, and, and I wasn't back then. Yeah. Again, it's later in life where I finally got prepared yeah. and that's when it kind of like, okay, but I just wasn't, I, I just went through it. Just, I winged it, you know, yeah. and, yep. and, uh, and that's what I meant by plan B It's like, okay, I got to get prepared because yep. when the it. opportunity comes, I got to be prepared for that. Yep. You know, success comes when here's opportunity, here's preparation. All of a sudden, man, when they meet, that's when success comes. But if it goes like that, I'm like, man, I wasn't prepared. There's that goes the opportunity. Yep. You know, so that what I meant by plan B is, is, is more the preparation that you're being prepared. Good. I like that. I like that. That's a good, I appreciate you, uh, you know, qualifying that very distinctly specifically, uh, breaking that down because I think that's huge. Uh, and, and I yeah. tell a lot of people the story of, 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 of a double a player that has to be positioned right now. You have to be prepared in all things because you are one moment away from the major leagues mm -hmm. at any moment. Right. And this, this, any risk of, uh, well, I missed curfew, so I couldn't play today. So the scout from the Dodgers missed you and they wanted to take a look at a second baseman because they know they got a person down and they're ready to make a trade. And all they're hearing about is you, 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 and you missed the day they were there. But I caught the mm -hmm. next day with the Padres. Uh, oh, I'm a shortstop. And, 
you know, I did catch the next day when the Padres saw me. And right now with their 20 year old superstar, I don't think they're looking for one, <laughs> right? Like they mm. don't need one for 10 years with their guy. Right. So All the right. Padres, they're not even looking at my position now as a shortstop. So it's, it's this, you've got to be in the right place at the right time. And you're, positioning is all about how well you're prepared to see that opportunity. It also creates massive amounts of focus. When we're prepared, we actually know when a good, when a good opportunity is inside our lens and we know when a, a bad opportunity enters our lens. Cause we're like, Whoa, Whoa, what's that doing here? You don't belong uh-huh. here. And we know it because we're focused on where we're going and, and we're looking for the right opportunity. And we know what the wrong opportunity like say and we say oh you've got to get out of here i'm moving this way where when people are not prepared they're like oh that's an opportunity i don't know if it's a good or a bad one well let me go get distracted with that for two or three years two wait mm-hmm. two or three years like oh what turned out was the wrong one let me go back get on my path again like whoa uh, you know i tell a lot of companies organizations if we're really going to progress let's progress Six steps up, one step back. Meaning we're taking enough risk that we got to take a step back sometimes, right? Like, ah, that didn't work. We're, we're, we're pushing the envelope of doing things right. The very ultra conservative, we're not going to take any risks. I'm going to go two steps up, one step back, two steps up, one step back. Two, listen, this is a long way up, man. <laughs> like, I don't know when you're looking to get there, but like, this is going to be a long Hall. We have got to be more efficient. And, and of course, you and I both know organizations that are going one step up and three steps back, right? And they're, and they're never getting there. They have no chance. Yeah. All, right. All right. One value belief action that you took when you were down that turned things around for you. I'll tell you one thing, my, my faith in Jesus Christ is I think what really has helped me to get to where I'm at. I mean, that's really not what I think I know it's, yeah. it's, I don't know where I would be without that because once faith is lost and hope is lost, I mean, it's all lost. And, and my hope and my faith was in Christ that, that, you know what, he's got a plan for my life. He's going to be with me no matter what happens. There's something good going to come out of this. And he's so I think that's one. Yeah. Huge, huge. Uh, by the way, I might consider that also a pretty strong uh, plan B, by the way. Like, you know, if you're, if you're talking about prep, like, hey, if you know that that's always with you, no matter, you know, whether you're going to be uh, out of this washing cars and going back, trying to, you know, feed the kids and get your degree at that point. Um, you were wise enough, I think, to to do this while, while you were still in pro baseball, taking advantage of your offseason, taking advantage of new online learning you really persevered to that. Um, but yeah, I think I'm, I, I'm pretty confident you would have found a way. I'm pretty confident. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I would have, yeah. I, again, like, like we talked earlier, it's like I, when I put my mind to something, it's like, I'm pretty stubborn. Like I want to figure this out. And, yeah. and again, go, go, going back to get my degree at, in, in midlife, it's, it was tough. It was scary. It was like, can I do it? Can I not do it? I mean, I doubted myself. I did. I, I doubted it. Yeah. And, and it was hard at the beginning, but you know what, that little by little, I, it, I started getting the hang of it and I ended up getting my bachelor's and all of a sudden like, okay, let's go for the master's now. And, and, and here we are. 
Yeah, that lifelong learner, I think, really, you know, is a, is a separator for great coaches, right? Great leaders understand lifelong learning. And, and you have a master's, and I know you're not stopping because every time we talk, we're, we're now talking about, we're no longer talking about athletes. We're talking about the authors, right? Who, who yeah. wrote this and who wrote that and who can give us good information? We, we exchange a lot of information, you yeah. and I. So let's talk about yeah. that for a minute, information and education. I mean, I think the last stat I saw was 3% of major leaguers have a college degree. And um, yeah, how about that staggering stat, right? Mm -hmm. um, most people are high-level athletes at a very young age. There's a lot of international. So uh, that, ha that brings a different education level um, because we just have different schooling and way we do schools. Um, but man, most in baseball don't choose back to school. Why did you choose that? Like I said earlier about plan B, I, I, I wanted to keep getting better. Yeah. I wanted to have options. I wanted to have more. It would open up more doors for me is what I said. Like, you know what? I want to do this. But I'll tell you a, a thing that really, really hit home is when I when I was with the Cleveland Indians at the time coaching and and uh, and actually I started my, my, my bachelor's when I was with the, with the Chicago coaching the Chicago White Sox organization. But. I, I started to understand that, you know what, I want to get better as a coach, as, a, as an instructor, because I knew that where the game was going, the game was going now to other levels. You're going, wait a minute, you know, well, there's a lot of educated people now. Mm -hmm. And, and so I want to stay ahead of the curve. That's another thing. It's like, I did not want to be here. Again, I want to learn. I want to get better. So I end up getting my my uh, bachelor's in management, which is in leadership, which is a, a thing to me. I feel like that's a quality of mine. Yeah. And so I learned a lot about people, how to handle people, how to have organizations and in, in, in groups and all that. Uh, and and after that, again, I was with the Cleveland Indians and being with them, they were very uh, growth mindset organization. Yes. That's another yeah. and that's another area that growth mindset is huge that's where i'm like i want to have a growth mindset it means i want to keep learning i don't want to yeah. have a, a fixed mindset where like oh that's just the way i am i was born that way you know what that's just what i know no you know i want to keep growing and keep learning so with them it it came the opportunity to get my, my uh, master's degree and and performance psychology was something i was interested in because of all the, what i went through as a player i was really hard on myself i overthought things i didn't know how to handle the mental part of it that hurt that hurt me as a player and i go okay i want to learn that i want to be able to help the players out that i coach with the mental part and and uh, and and to learn that to help them you know uh, uh realize and and fulfill their dreams as as, as major leaguers so i that's where i came on bond. like i had a growth mindset and i was taught that by by the uh cleveland as well and and it really was interesting so that's where I wanted to get my education was because I wanted to grow. I want to keep getting better. And I know where the game is going. It's like, we need to get better. We, we, we need to stay on top of the game because the way analytics are, the, the way uh, technology is, it, it's going, that's where the direction of the game is going. And I need to stay on top of that as well to keep getting better and help these players out. Um, but that, that's where it came from. And, 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 and again, it's, uh, it's, it's, the, the growth mindset is to me, that's what the successful people have that, you know, yes. in, in leadership, as you talk you right now, you mentioned leadership, uh, 
Uh, I believe uh, in, in uh, a person that's, that's a leader is a learner. The first thing a leader is, is a learner. You know, before someone can lead, you have to learn. Yep. You know, and then once you learn, then you can put that to practice and you, you know, you be start leading people. So it's, it's, uh, it's uh, leaders are learners and, and I want to keep learning. I'm still learning. I mean, I'm, I, I'm still reading books as of right now we're, we're going, I'm still reading books on, 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 um, on not only leadership, but also on the mental part, which I think that's something that I've really have, have learned a lot more in the last couple of years, especially through my master's degree. That's awesome. Um, you've had a lot of success, Bobby. You a lot of games. You've won a lot of things, had some setbacks. What's, what's the best battle? That you've conquered in your lifetime oh man i think the the battle really is 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 my battling my failures how to overcome failure to me that's that if that's a battle that i've conquered is with myself yeah i beat i would beat myself up all the time very hard on myself i'm going man like any little thing i'd be like it's like trying to back pretty time there was a, a guy and i can't remember his name it was a while while back a long time ago I'm like man you're beating yourself up well, yeah because i'm a perfectionist and then he asked me well what do you do that's perfect and i went nothing okay so you're not a perfectionist and i mm. that that made me think i'm going you're right yeah. and i'm going I nothing and yeah. and that's the thing that that i battle is trying to be perfect trying to trying to please people. That's another thing, a battle of mine is being a people pleaser. You can, you cannot, God can't even please everybody, you know? Right. So it's like, I, I, that's, well, those are the, were my battles, my inner battles that I needed to be freed up from. And, right. and once I started going, you know what, man, again, my faith in Christ, my faith in God is like, I'm going to trust you. You, you, you got it handled. I'm going to put my part in, in terms of me being prepared for when an opportunity comes. And, and, the, and those are the battles that I had. Love it. Let's talk about the mirror. You mean you see these kids every day, you know, like, and, and we got, we got to look in the mirror. You've done a lot of self-reflection and you, one of the things I've heard in your self-reflection that you've really received from your preparation, from your further education, what I hear that maybe you didn't have when we were younger, when we were, we were coaching like when we were about 30, right. Starting young families. Right. And right. We didn't have peace of mind. Right. It sounds like you've got more peace of mind now because you've done the work. You've got fallback. You've got plan B. You started plan B at 40 to get the education. But like you've got that now. Yeah. You feel like you're enjoying the journey and there's more peace of mind. Do you feel that? Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Yeah. It's you're right. Now that I'm older, I I've definitely have changed. I've definitely have, have lived. Have, I've experienced. Uh, 50. Many you know, no one thinks you're 50 the, looking older. Like, yeah. you know, when you say that, like, yeah, I'm 50. Yeah. I want to talk and, about uh, looking older because you look 29. <laughs> I don't know what's up with that, bro. <laughs> oh, man. Praise God. I, I try to work out. I mean, I try. Sometimes I, I, I don't. I, I miss it. But, but yeah, it, uh, you know, uh, just getting back to that, it's, it's something that, that I try to, you know, look at myself and, and, and okay, you know, all the setbacks I had, I look back right now, when we talk mm -hmm. about peace, it just, you know, it, it's really my, my, again, Trent, it was my relationship with Christ. It's like, he's a prince of peace. It's like, you know, you know, it says, 
Don't be anxious about anything, but in everything, through prayer, petition, bring your request to yes. God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart, your mind, in Christ Jesus. The peace of him, that's what's going to guard my heart and my mind. So it's like, I mean, I need him. I mean, I, I go to him. Yeah. It's like, I can't do this on my own. And I, I, I go to him in prayer. I go to him, Lord, direct me today. Guide me today because I don't know what to do with this hitter today. You yeah. know, he's struggling and everything I've tried is not working. Lord, give me something. You help me because I can't. So that's the piece that I have that, that I've given control up and trying to control everything. Because when I try controlling it, it doesn't work. It do so, doesn't work. So if you look, so when you see people in the mirror, is it, is that the thing they do? Is it the, is it the, Hey, I'm not seeing what I want. I'm going after this. It's my time. I can make it happen. Um, they're not letting it go. They're not letting it happen. Um, what, what do you see that people are struggling with that seems relatively overt that maybe you struggled with yourself at times too, but you see it a lot. What do you think people are missing in the mirror? I, I think what they're missing is being vulnerable. Mm. I think a lot of times it's like, we, 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 we don't want people to know our weak spots. We don't want them to know that, Hey, I can't do this. Or I'm, you know, like something we just got like lay it down, be vulnerable. Hey man, you know what? I, I just can't do it right now. Man, can you help me? Yeah. You know what? Right now I, I, I need help, man. I, I, it's not work, man. Just, you know, anything you can help with. And, and we're prideful again, pride, pride, pride. There's, there's good in it in terms of like, you know, pride, pride in terms of like, you know what? I got pride in my, doing a good job. Okay. Yeah. But that pride of, of, of thinking we can do it all when we can't, that mm -hmm. that's not good. Cause now all of a sudden, man, we're going to have help that's on our way and we're not going to want it. Yeah. Cause you know, I can do it. I don't need it. I can do it on my own. And that's when we just like, and, and, and I was like that earlier in life, I was really, you know, uh, stubborn in ways. And, and, and again, it, it took a while when I, when I surrendered my life to Christ, that's when I surrendered everything. That's when I felt like there was just a weight off my shoulders. I'm going, Oh my gosh, why didn't I do this a long time ago? It's like, mm. he's controlling my life now. He's like, you know, Lord, go ahead, direct me. I'm telling you, ever since then, he's just directing my paths. You know, a, a verse of mine that I go to a lot is Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. And and that's what I use a lot, where it's like, trust in the Lord with all your heart and don't lean on your own understanding. <laughs> Acknowledge right? him in all your ways and he will lead your path straight. It's like, don't lean on your own understanding. And that's why I go, am I doing it on my own? Yeah, you think you know it all. Like, you know, and I don't, you know. Yeah. Matt Miski and I, uh, fellow, you know, former major leaguer, now turned ex, golf manager. Ex-team, ex-teammate ex of mine on Team USA. Yeah, that's right. Matt's a great dude. I didn't know that. That's awesome. Uh, you know, Matt and I had a great conversation about being proud of or self-pride, right? Like that difference between um, it's great to be proud of something, but self-pride is a is a probably self-inhibitor right? More than mm -hmm. anything. So we had a great conversation between that. Uh, let's talk about the last time. Now it's the time for the best way to win. Is there something that you want to share with the listeners that uh, we did not touch on today that, you know, Hey, if they're on their way to journey, they're on their way to win. What is the best advice? What's the best way for them to get to the winner's circle? What is the best way to get them forward and moving? To me, failure is the best coach. Mm. and and here's what i use and i use it with my kids and i use it with players i don't use the word failure too much we either win or we learn but we don't fail i love it you're either I gonna love. 
get better or you're going to learn. Failure <laughs> to me is learning. So you don't fail, you're learning. Yeah. And so we win or we learn, we don't lose. Yeah. And yeah, so that, that's how I look at it. Yeah, that is to me how you lose. If you lose and you don't get the lesson, you you you're a loser. You're gonna you're gonna keep yeah. losing. It's gonna it's gonna keep perpetuating. Yeah. I, I don't know how many companies I've gone into and said, "Hey, we've lost on the last eight proposals. Great, what have you learned?" Oh, we don't look at it after you know we don't get it. We just <laughs> you know re up the next proposal. I'm like, wait, review the tapes. Like, let's see what happened. Like, what yeah. what did they yeah. have? We called them back. Do we have an exit interview? Like, why didn't you choose us? What would you have liked to have seen? What did we do right? Like. No, we don't do that. <laughs> what? Like, it's it's bonkers. I love that. All right, awesome, Bobby. Share your social media again. You are on LinkedIn. You're on Instagram at Magiana's Bobby and Swing Ugly at Instagram. Swing Ugly, I love it. Good. All right. Or should should we look uh, for you know a book anytime soon on per on uh, performance psychology? You know what I, you know, you know, Trent, I think we talked about this in the past, but yeah, that's something I, I, I want to do. I got started yeah. to journal a little bit and, and gather all my thoughts, but yeah, it's, it's something that I, I like to do. And, uh, cause I think there, there, there's just so much to, there, there's a lot to learn and there's a lot that to give this, especially my experience in, in, in life and also, you know, in, in, in uh, education that that can definitely help some people out, but, uh, I'm definitely looking forward to doing that one day. Awesome. For us, follow the show on YouTube live and many more videos on Leadershipity channel. Uh, I am at Leadershipity on Instagram and Twitter, also at Trent M. Clark on most of the social medias. You can find me on LinkedIn at Trent M. Clark. Um, for our website, leadershipity.com, make sure you look for our upcoming book, The Pyramid of Leadershipity. DM or email me. Uh, let me know what you think of this show. I'd love to hear from you. If you enjoyed today's episode, please continue listening Rate us five stars always and follow us. Uh, please subscribe. We try and work hard to deliver value each and every time. Bobby Magianis did not fail to deliver. I mean, come on, you know, the stubbornness, you know, the perseverance. Uh, I had some great notes here on uh, getting better all the time, the growth versus the fixed mindset. Um, being a perfectionist and a pleaser and realizing, hey, how that's not serving uh, your, your right. as a leader. And then, of course, the vulnerability and the, uh, the willingness to ask for help. Bobby, you said uh, your quote, your go-to when things are down. You talked about Proverbs a little bit. And you talked to, what was your first quote there that you talked about? Uh, yeah, it's, it's only through consistent pressure and heat that a lump of coal becomes a diamond. Yes. Yes. For me, you know, I always think a lot about my guests for the week. Like I have a week prep on who's my guest. And it's funny that, you know, you hit this right out of the gate, right on, on your strong will, because I had, you know, James one, three, because you know, the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Amen. And you've been tested many times, my man. And I am just honored to be a fellow friend, uh, to be a brother, uh, and you know, just, just to know you, Bobby, to see you work, it's made me better as a coach, which helps me make other people better. So, um, that is a, a gift you've given me. So I'm thankful. Thank you, Trent. I appreciate it, buddy. It's always a pleasure, man. Yeah. So for everybody else, please join us and next Friday, we will welcome Brad Stevens to the winners find a way show. Brad is the owner of a executive assistant and outsourcing company with 
assets, many of them who are serving and helping companies in the Philippines. He's gone in there on a mission to change his culture, change things over there for the country, for people that can come out and be in a great culture and work. Uh, and even myself, I have people in my organization uh, from his organization that are working with leadershipity. So uh, I am a testimony to his great program and what he's doing over there. Uh, I welcome Brad. He has got fabulous ideas. So it's going to be an awesome show. Look forward to seeing you then. For my guest, Bobby Magianis, I'm Trent Clark, the host of Winners Find a Way, and we will see you. Thank you for joining us for another Winners Find a Way show. I am your host, Trent Clark. If you love this episode, share this episode with your friends. And follow us on whatever podcasting medium you're listening to. If you want more content from us, join us at leadershipity.com or the Leadershipity YouTube channel. You can find us on all the social media networks at either Trent M. Clark or Leadershipity. For our award-winning workshop, Win With Great Teams, you can find that page on LinkedIn as well as our corporate page, Leadershipity. If you want to win more it starts with you today. Say it with me now. I have what it takes.